Welcome to the Sex and Astrology Podcast. I'm Brandy Joy, your host, and we're talking the 2024 horoscopes today. This horoscope is for Capricorn. So Capricorn Sun, Capricorn Rising, Capricorn Moon, all of those would apply, especially Capricorn Rising. If you don't know any of that and you're a Capricorn, you're in the right place. So let's talk about your horoscope for the year. All right, the first thing I like to talk about is Pluto, because Pluto is making a major shift this year, and Pluto shifts about every 20 years. So in uh, the past, since 2008, Pluto has been going through Capricorn, and so you've been going through a lot of changes, a lot of shifts, especially in terms of your um, identity and your ego and your life path and everything have been really just affected. Also, your relationships could be very affected over since 2008, where um, there's a lot of death and rebirth, there's a lot of transformation, a lot of learning curves. Um, you know, you, you have probably had a lot of challenges in these areas. So now that it is shifting, Pluto is changing from Capricorn to Aquarius. Come January 20th of 2024, um, we have the the shift into Aquarius again. And uh, this Pluto and Aquarius will be in your second house. So it's been going through your first house, life path, identity, um, really ego, who you are. Um, so a, a lot of uh, a lot of challenges for Capricorn, because when something transits in your first house, it affects everything else in your life, everything else in your chart, right? So Finally, you have this shift going on. Hopefully things will get better for you now in terms of, you know, your life path, in terms of your relationships. Um, you know, not everybody is going to have um, the big issues for 20 years. It's just that you go through a lot of shifts in that area during those 20 years. Uh, a lot of death and rebirth type of situations, meaning that you go through transformations where things change for you, where maybe you were thinking one way and then you start thinking a different way, or maybe you were on one path and then it shifted into a, a different path, or it could be more of a polishing, polishing kind of effect where you know how a butterfly, right, goes into a cocoon, goes through a death stage, and then it, um, oh, sorry, a, a caterpillar, and then it comes out a butterfly. That kind of thing um, is Pluto, right? Pluto is like your your butterfly um, type of situation in your chart that's been going on. So hopefully uh, you're feeling a little bit better um, as we go into 2024. It should be a better year for you overall, depending on your chart and different things that are going on. But of course, when Pluto shifts out of your first house here, um, things should lighten up a little bit, um, especially in terms of, you know, getting out of that uh, energy of, challenges in your whole world, really. Okay. All right. So let's move on to Saturn because Saturn, it's going through Pisces right now. It started in March of 2023, um, going through Pisces and it will be in Pisces until May of 2025. So this whole year, it started last spring. Um, you have the, um, you have Saturn, the teacher going through your third house of communication and skill development, siblings and neighbors. Um, so let's talk about what that means. So Saturn, it's the teacher and it, it kind of puts the brakes on things and it'll make you more feel more like disciplined and structured in that area. Or if you're not feeling that way, it will create some challenges and obstacles in that area of your life so that you have to pay more attention and be more structured and disciplined in that area. You have to slow down a bit and 
work on that area of your life, right? So you have this going on in your third house. And so that means that it's going, um, it's going through your house of communication. So you've probably been working on being a better communicator. Um, if not, uh, you might notice that things come at you telling you you should be working on being a better communicator, possibly. If you're already a good communicator, then maybe it's just more about skill development, or research. A lot of times when people have stuff going, major transits going through their third house or their ninth house, which is the opposite of the third, um, they'll go into more... Um, trainings where all of a sudden they want to get certifications or trainings or learn something new. Um, they might go back to school. Um, so, you know, you probably have something going on in that area with Saturn there. Saturn will make you feel like, oh, you know what? I've, I've been in this profession for a while and I really feel like I need to take it to the next level, or maybe I need to learn something new and change over. It really doesn't matter. It's just about learning a new skill. Usually it'll make you a little more focused in that area. Focus on your siblings. If you have siblings, it might have like a focus where you go through um, kind of working on things with your siblings, your communication with your siblings. Um, if there's issues with your siblings, they might come up during this time quite a bit. And so they can get resolved and you can be better in that area. Because again, this is the teacher that wants to teach you about this stuff. So it's teaching you about your third house, which has to do with your siblings and also cousins and extended family members. So there might be some refinement there this year. Um, you'll, you'll notice that since March of 2023, it's already been in that house. So all of these subjects would be coming up for you. Um, and then you have uh, your neighborhood and stuff as well. So if you're if you have any issues with your, maybe your HOA or your neighborhood or, you know, area that you live in, um, those kind of issues will hopefully get better as you learn how to work with them better, how to structure them better, how to be more responsible or disciplined in that area. So those are the three big key words is, you know, being more respons responsible, disciplined, structured in that house of the third house. So um, yeah, anyways, let's talk about the eclipses. The eclipses happen in two seasons a year, right? So we had uh, the eclipses happening in Aries and Libra going on. And this goes on for about a year and a half. And so in October of 2023, you had an eclipse hit your 10th house. That would be in Libra, 21 degrees on October 14th. It was a new moon, new beginning eclipse for you. So it brought up some things about your 10th house, which have to do with career, social image, social reputation, public image, and career. Okay, so you probably had some highlights come up or some realizations come up about your career or about your social reputation or your public image. Okay, so if you don't have like what we would say is like a, a, a career profession, um, then this could be about maybe just having realizations about your reputation or your social image. All right, so um, whatever happened in October right? There was probably a couple of different things. It was in Libra of relationships, but also it was in um, your 10th house, which has to do with your career. So when that eclipse happened, um, whatever happened then is going to now have a new chapter in March. So come March 25th of 2024, we're going to have another Libra eclipse. And this one will be at five degrees Libra. So it'll, again, it'll be in your 10th house, likely. And that will give you a new chapter in your career. So this might be that uh, you have more realizations about your career or your life path or your, 
you know, um, anything to do with your social reputation or public image. Um, maybe somebody new comes into your life involving that, or uh, it just goes to another level. Uh, maybe you go through a job change. Maybe you lose your job or get a new job, a new career, something like that. Or maybe you're in a career and you're realizing, ah, oh, this is not the right career for me. Right. So it's an illumination, a realization when an eclipse hits a house, right? It's hitting your career house and your social reputation house. So <clears throat> this is about you making shifts there and they can be internal and, or they can be external changes and shifts, right? So then right after March 25th, we have another eclipse in April, April 8th, we have another eclipse and that will be at Aries 19 degrees. And this will be a new moon, new beginnings eclipse, but this one will be in your fourth house, Right. So the fourth house is all about your it's all about your family, your home life. It has to do with, um, uh, you know, where you're living, your home, your family and also your inner emotional stuff. Right. So when the eclipse happens in on April 8th, this will be about, you know, realizations in terms of your inner child, your emotions. But it also could be an external thing where you're having some changes, shifts, or realizations about your home or your family. It could be people move in with you from your family, people move out, uh, something happens. Um, also, these houses have to do with your parents, your mother, your father archetypes in your world. Um, so that could be um, any of your caretakers that you consider kind of your parental figures in the fourth and 10th axis. So these eclipses could be affecting your parents. It could be affecting you and your parents. It could be just affecting your parents. I know for me in October, because I'm Capricorn rising, my mother um, dealt with the death of her mother. Um, and so that 10th house can be the mother or the father. And the fourth house can also be the mother or the father, right? Uh, and then also, um, it could just be that you're having some illumination in terms of your inner child work, of your emotional stuff that you need to work on. That could come up during an eclipse as well. Again, any of these transits can, can cause internal and or external issues come up, changes, shifts in those areas. Right. So um, then after this final season of you know springtime um, comes to a close for eclipses, we have another eclipse season, of course, and that will be in September and October, right? So September, September 17th, we have a Pisces eclipse at 25 degrees Pisces. So this will be a full moon eclipse in your third house. So this full moon eclipse in your third house, remember we were talking about Saturn being in your third house. This will uh, bring some, shed some, some light into the area of your third house, uh, so maybe you've been going through the Saturn aspect, right, for a while where you're learning new skills, working on your communication, dealing with siblings or something. And then all of a sudden, or your car, okay, because vehicles also are part of the third house. And then all of a sudden we have an eclipse happen there, April 8th, or sorry, September 17th. And so when this happens, it could be like a whole nother level, a new chapter of this, like that full moon eclipse is going to be like, a light coming on. <laughs> and so it can show you things that you need to know about these areas. Um, it could be that there's a big shift where maybe again, a sibling might move in with you, a sibling, something might happen to a sibling, they might move out. Um, it could be that you're working on your communication with them, you're shifting your relationship with them. Um, it could be a neighborhood change, you could decide to move or buy, you know, a new place and move or something. Um, because uh, this has to do with your neighborhood. 
right? So your third and, third and fourth house, very tight in. You can see how that's family stuff, neighborhood stuff, home life and everything, third and fourth. So you have a lot of shifts going on. Um, it's already been going on and now it's still going to be going on in those houses. So family and neighborhoods and everything. Also your communication. So that's really important for you to focus on your communication. Uh, so just be aware of that. Um, Anyways, um, let's talk about, you, uh, you have Neptune in your third house too. I should mention that because that's a communication issue. It can, it can make, um, it can lead to like misunderstandings and, um, issues. And when you're trying to communicate where you say something or write something and then other people go and take it totally the wrong way. Uh, so yeah, you have a lot of stuff in your communication house and yeah. So let's move on to October 2nd. Your final eclipse this year will be on October 2nd, 2024, and this will be at Libra four degrees back in that 10th house of career and also parents, All right? So Libra four degrees, it will be a new beginnings, new solar, new moon solar eclipse in your 10th house. So this will be the next chapter in terms of your career and or your family life. So usually it would be career, but it can also affect your parents and stuff. Okay, so let's move on to the final harsh aspect this year, and then we'll move into the fun, good stuff. <laughs> okay, so Mars will be retrograde at the end of the year. Mars is the planet of power. It's the planet of action. It is the planet of being assertive and aggressive. And it's uh, it's the driver. And it's one of the big drivers in your chart on, you know, ambition and taking leaps forward, the will, the willpower. Um, and so that will be retrograde at the end of the year. And uh, from December 6th until February 23rd of 2025, again, that's December 6th of 2024 to February 23rd of 2025, we have a Mars retrograde. And that will be in Cancer and Leo. So it will be in your seventh and eighth house. Yikes. All right. So seventh and eighth house has to do with relationships, um, intimate relationships, um, business partners, shared finances, investments, also inheritance, taxes, <laughs> anything to do with your partnerships, your relationships and sex and other people's money. So when Mars retrogrades there, it's just going to create like a tension in that area, maybe a frustration, a little bit of agitation can make you more assertive in that area. So you might be a little more brash or blunt with people, especially those people that are close to you that you're in contract with, like marriage partners or business partners or people you are investing money with, um, people that you have intimate relationships with. There could be more of a uh, little bit of a attention there. Okay. Cause Mars doesn't like retrograding Mars is action. Right. And when it retrogrades, that means it's slowing down. It's like, it's not really going backwards, but it looks like it's going backwards. So that's what it means. It kind of means that it's going backwards in the sky. So when we see it, right, it looks like it is. So that's what that means is it's kind of slowing that area down. It's, I know that when I have Mars aspects, I definitely have to watch my tongue and watch myself because it can make me come off as rude, you know, <laughs> it can make me come off as like, I'm being aggressive and I'm really not. It's just the way I'm communicating. Um, you know, as Capricorn risings, <laughs> we can come off a little cold, a little rude sometimes, and it's not on purpose. It's just part of the Capricorn energy. And so this will be going through your relationship house. So again, be careful with this because you, if you do get 
upset and you do lash out at somebody or you do confront somebody about something, a lot of times with Mars retrograde, it lasts three months. And so it's not like it's going to be a quick thing. It's kind of like, oh, you know, I'm, you know, I want to fix this. And then all of a sudden it's like, it becomes like this more blown up kind of event with Mars retrograde. Mars retrograding is just, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't like to retrograde. So it's going to be tense. Uh, just remember December 6th through February, you're going to have like an agitation, um, there a little bit of an attention agitation. So just be aware of that. So you don't end up in bigger fights than you need to be. Um, and you don't hurt somebody's feelings. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so the positive aspects, uh, this year, let's, let's get into the fun stuff. So the positive aspects have to do with Uranus and Jupiter. So Uranus has been in Taurus for the past five years, right? And uh, so that has been creating a lot of illumination in your fifth house of creativity. Um, The house, I call it the house of fertility, the house of romance and fun and joy, the house of children. Okay, so this house is your creative house. It's where you create. We create children, right? We create art. We perform. um, You know, our fifth house is just that area where that part of us is. Our self-expression. Our way of creating in the world. Creating joy and pleasure. Having fun. All right, so Uranus has been going there for about five years. So it's been illuminating and causing realizations and shifts and changes in your fifth house. So this can be your romantic relationships and sexual relationships. You might be going through like, oh my God, like what is up? Or you could be going through, you know, realizations about what you want or what you don't want in that area. It can be about children. Maybe you are have realized that you're infertile over this time, or maybe you realize that you um, are very fertile and you had a child, right? So when Uranus is going through a house, it will illuminate in a way it'll like cause realizations and and, and even crisis and stuff too. Um, so, you know, it's been there for five years and uh, in August, on August 28th of 2023, it retrograded and it's still retrograding right now as I'm recording this. That's until January 27th of 2024. So this month, January 27th of 2024, finally Uranus will be direct. So if you've felt stuck in that area since August in your world of maybe either romance or dating or sex, or um, it could also be again, uh, children having to do with your children, having to do with fertility, having to do with your creative flow. Um, But it can also um, be good in a way because it's kind of making you retrograde, means you go in, right? Go in and start refining things and, and realizing what you do want. So as it's been retrograding, you might feel like a dry spell in that area, might feel stagnant or stuck energy. It's like, God, this house is not, you know, this these topics are just ick for me right now. But, you know, January 27th, it's going to go direct. So that's a good thing. It's going to finally be moving forward in your fifth house. And so again, hopefully things will start moving forward with you there. And the other good thing is Jupiter has also been going through that house for you. It started in May. So things might have picked up speed for you a little bit in that area in May of 2023. Think back to May 
June, really, I mean, I should say more, you know, June, July, August, uh, well, June and July, <laughs> because August, well, the end of August, it started retrograding, right? So maybe things started to pick up a little bit in June, July, um, in your fifth house. And then all of a sudden, like at the end of August and everything, it started kind of getting stuck again, right? Well, Jupiter makes things expand. It brings luck and opportunity. So you have Jupiter in your fifth house, and it's uh, about to join up in April with Uranus, which is cool. Because when Jupiter and Uranus get together, there can be a lot of unexpected developments and opportunities and like realizations and great things can come in that area. So your fifth house of, of these things that I'm talking about, creativity, romance, dating and children and fertility, sex, uh, joy and fun, all of those topics, good stuff will happen, right? <laughs> so April, um, we have Uranus and Jupiter getting together to do a little dance um, through your chart on the fifth house. And that should bring some good things for you in those areas. So if you are um, let's say you're dating, um, think maybe you'll finally meet somebody that you really are excited about. Or if you are, let's say, um, you know, wanting to have children, maybe you realize you are pregnant or your, your wife is pregnant or whatever it might be. So any of these things can happen, just opportunities, luck, good things can come, unexpected, shocking, fun, good developments can come in April. And it will be exact on April 20th and 21st but they will be riding together all through April of 2024. So expect good things in April, uh, especially in your um, fifth house of romance and, and fun stuff, right? Um, so hopefully you take advantage of it and good things come your way. Uh, let me know if you, uh, if you, you know, have any questions for me. I love hearing from you guys. Uh, I have a free ebook on love and sex and astrology on my website at brandyjoy.com. So if you want to download that, you can go there and download that at brandyjoy.com. And I hope to see you next week. I just got back into my podcasting again after a while. And uh, yeah, I hope to see you again next week. So thanks so much for watching and I will see you next time. Bye for now.